0: We have a, a very busy session today. You might want to think of this special clinic as the marketing experiments version of uh, what my, my scientists team would affectionately called optimization idol. Uh, I don't mean to knock off the popular television show. However, what's happening is very similar in the sense that we're going to work with the audience to select a winner, and in the process we're going to optimize some very... Uh, relevant landing pages that will help all of us go back and achieve higher conversion rates. For the contest itself, we requested information about landing pages, primary channels, and I prospects. This came from you. And from an overwhelming response, we selected 10 landing pages. The five pages that gave us the most thorough background information and spanned the widest range of B2C marketing Will be featured in this clinic. We have another one coming up just B2B. We also selected five other quality or uh, additional pages to be reviewed by analysts and by you on our blog, and we'll tell you how to participate and review those pages on our blog before we're done. Our detailed analysis of the top five landing pages will actually end with an audience <laughs> poll, <Okay. laughs> no, <good>. <laughs> <laughs> <In>. much like. <laughs> 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 Cute. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> for those of you that don't know what's happening our lecture mode keeps automatically popping off at which point we hear much background noise if it remains on we'll be fine if not it will be a duel between me and uh, a very large audience from around the world so far so good go back into the presentation so here's what's interesting. Uh, your pages are going to be analyzed during this call, but at the end, we're going to have the audience vote for their favorite page, and the winner is going to get uh, a very uh, a detailed, much more in-depth analysis, and it's pretty significant in terms of what we're going to be giving them and helping them with their business. We'll tell you more about the grand prize later. Also, and I think this is very important, five attendees from this clinic who contribute the most incisive and actionable commentary on the pages we review together, will also receive a bonus. So we're going to begin here uh, with this whole thing in just a moment, but I just want to kind of go over the details one more time with you. This is different than our regular clinic where we're announcing the findings from our latest research. There's a bit of a contest going on today. And, uh, and the key is that we're going to take five pages, review them We're going to get your commentary also and study it. And at the end of today's session, we're going to determine a winner. That is the page that uh, the audience selects as their favorite, and we're going to use that page uh, and that winner uh, to uh, uh, provide a special award and give them uh, a detailed optimization package, which we'll tell you more about in just a bit. Also, those of you who give me the best commentary during this review process and help us the most, the top five of you will also receive uh, awards related to what we're doing today. Now, keeping that in mind, I want to take you back to the conversion sequence. This is a new time for you to be involved with marketing experiments. You may not have seen this before. If not, go to the website, and you can see and read about the conversion sequence. It's, um, there's about $10 million worth of research you can access there for free. I'm pointing it out to you now because it will guide our comments and thoughts. We'll be looking at the motivation sets at the clarity of the value proposition at the incentive factors and friction factors and of course at anxiety as we critique the pages that are in front of us now this next slide that i'm going to give you will show your judges and i have to say that i'm my the journal editors kept me from seeing this slide when i reviewed the deck prior to today they only gave me comments on the pages and now they have gone forward to do an amazing job with Photoshop. And uh, if you've seen American Idol, apparently they've knocked off the American Idol show yet again, and I'm probably in for multiple lawsuits. I think the person on the right is uh, Randy, and they're making fun of a word I use here quite a bit. It's a heuristic thing. And they're making fun of Jimmy and uh, Aaron taking common statements. You may hear some of these guys. At any rate, Jimmy is Paula Abdul, And we've always known there was a strong connection between Jimmy and Paula. And uh, they, uh, I mean, we're supposed to be a serious science laboratory, but apparently the children have been playing again. So let's go forward. And um, let me point out that, again, uh, we're going to be rewarding prizes based on your own commentary. And uh, first we need to do some work here and get a little bit of background on the audience. I have some questions that uh, I want to share with you that will help us as we're determining the final results. So we want to ask you, what is the size of your organization? And uh, this is just a poll. We won't know who you are. And uh, you can use the polling feature on your GoToMeeting system. Uh, The poll is now open, and you may select the answer. And as soon as we have a uh, high enough response rate, we will move on to the next question. In fact, I think from this we will swiftly move forward to uh, the first page that we're going to study together. All right, 34% of the audience has voted. Go ahead, keep voting. We need, a, we need a higher percentage. Doing very well. All right, we're going to close the poll, and we're going to move to the first page. Now, I want to help you listen to today and participate in such a way as to get the greatest personal gain. And to do that, I'm going to make some suggestions for you. First of all, I would suggest that you, uh, while you get a briefing from us, I'd have a pad and paper ready, and I'd be looking for anything that any one of the members here from the scientist team says that represents more than a specific but is actually a transferable principle that you can apply to your own optimization efforts. I will attempt to point out some of these, but for the most part, what we're trying to do is help those people who have submitted their pages while at the same time gleaning information that's relevant to our own needs. And there's no better way to learn than to actually see the marketing experiments heuristics being applied to given landing pages. So we're going to look at a page together with two goals in mind, to help the person who submitted it and also to learn something transferable for our own pages. With that in mind, let's go to the first case study. Uh, It is Enterprise Rent-A-Car. They are a company who submitted their information, and they were selected in part because of the detailed background they provided so that we could do a good job as we optimize. Uh, I see, let me just make a note here. By the way, I'm, I'm now reading the comments to the photographs that came in from American Idol, and somebody said, "I think it's a guy named I'm going to I'm going to use your name, Rick McDonald." Says, "Nice mullet, Jimmy." <laughs> it, so, takes,
1: it takes a girl time to fix her hair. <laughs> I, I'm insulted by that.
0: Jimmy's uh, Jimmy's big for mullets. All right, so on we go. I have uh, I have Enterprise Rent a Car submitted by Sarah, and uh, the primary channel is email. And uh, they're looking for potential car buyers with this page. Uh, So um, with that in mind, let's go forward to the page. And I want the audience to take a look at it. And now we want to get your comments on this page. So look at the page. See if you can determine the objective. Think about the conversion sequence. Think about the motivation of the users uh, coming out of the email. And then move forward to the clarity of the value proposition, the incentives, the friction, the anxiety, Use the Q and A feature to give us your comments. I'm watching to see how you would improve this page. Tell us. Too wordy, makes it confusing, says uh, Shauna. Yikes, I don't want to buy Red Hots, uh, says Scott. Too much text, says someone else here. And let me just get this down faster. They're coming in very fast. Don't know where to start, someone says. I'll pull the names over closer, John that for me would you please there's somebody coming in i can't great value is real big uh two wordy says uh someone else Uh, boris says more focus on the benefits uh no headline uh says randall or it's not present or it's not clear uh two wordy says ken where is the title says christian way too busy says greg looks like i sell only uh said someone else as they come in keep your comments coming we're watching these comments Use less images. Call to action isn't big enough. All right? While they're giving their comments, and because I'm watching our time in order to cover as many pages as possible, I want to turn this over and get uh, initial comments from Jimmy and Aaron. Gentlemen, just feel feel free to talk together back and forth and talk to us about how to improve results on this page. I
1: think the page looks perfect and great
2: because
1: (laughs) that's the way Paul – I mean – (laughs) <laughs> so I just, it looks beautiful, and I would buy from this page because it's a pretty graphic.
2: Aaron? All right. <laughs>
0: so Go ahead, Aaron. The first, thing I him
2: notice on, the first thing I notice on the email is that you're uh, – and we are looking at the email here um, – is that you're using multiple calls to action to get a user to click, but if you actually sit down and read the copy – um, you get through the the initial paragraph and you 're asking them to click by clicking on the banner meaning there 's no specific call to action that ties to that to that uh, paragraph Now you are hyperlinking some of the text in there, but i don 't understand that that is the call to action that gets me back to the site but furthermore you once you've uh, once you 've got through this this top fifty percent of the email. The, the entire bottom section is, is all about legalese. It's all terms and conditions and uh, reasons why, uh, why uh, you don't want me to come to your site and how I can unsubscribe and, and all this other information that's just totally putting me on edge and, um, and scaring me from, uh, from clicking through on this email. Um, if I do actually get to the email, and, and Flynn, I think if you, uh, you get through uh, or click forward on the slide, You'll see uh, the landing page.
0: All right, we're taking you there.
2: Just keep I'm going. I, I am immediately uh, hit with a with a disconnect, and that's the message that Wait I. Wait for just... the
1: page, Darren. Wait for the page. Sure. I don't see it on my screen at all. All right,
0: we it's it's up. It's just catching out across the networks.
2: Okay. Um, there it is. So. This page immediately hits me. There's an immediate disconnect, and I don't know that this is even the right place that I just clicked through on. Because my motivation in clicking through was, I was thinking that I was about to find out the perfect pick from Enterprise and, and be able to receive $500 plus the best offer. And uh, I'm immediately hit with this flashy graphic that doesn't connect with what I'm saying. Plus, this gentleman down at the down below uh who's uh, got his arms up in the air and it looks like it's actually a video that you want me to watch. So it doesn't it doesn't immediately connect with the messaging that I just clicked through on. Jimmy, do you uh you want to sure. add anything?
1: Let's go go back again to the email again. I'll I'll make some points and we'll we'll come back to this page because there's going to be quite a bit of back and forth so you can see some of the details of why there's kind of a disconnect in what we're talking about. So in terms of emails, you're going to hear this from us over and over and over again, which is uh, the objective of your email in almost every instance is just to get a click. And, and the Absolutely. simplest, clearest thing or way that you can communicate your offer just to get a click and not to overwhelm them with options and different different stuff uh, is, is typically the most effective way to get a uh, higher click-through rate and get them to your offer. But I get to this one. Aaron already pointed out the multiple calls to action. Then you have like the banner-esque image. Um, that you don't really realize it's that clickable until you see the it, very... It looks
2: small like a third-party ad. I don't even realize the, that that's an ad tied to this specific message.
1: Yep. And then on the on the right-hand side, there's a different one that says Find Your Vehicle. And I I, I took more time uh, actually looking at this page before we got it because I really wanted to figure out, you know, get to some of the details that most people might miss. So if you're looking at this and you decided to click through, you see Red Hot, Your End Use Auto Sales Event. So I'm kind of expecting that, and then we'll give you your blue book trade-in value on your vehicle plus $500. If you click on that, you're going to want to see something that references year-end used auto sales event and the blue book special deal that they're offering where they're going to give you blue books plus $500. If I don't see that on my landing page, you just lost me. So now let's go back. And, I'm, and I see the red hot. Even though I don't like red hot, there's no value to red hot. I mean, what does red hot mean? If, it was, if they said we're going to save you 30% off a of blue book, uh, and that would maybe communicate red hot, but like I so said, there's no value. So let's go to the, the actual landing page. I'm looking for something that's similar to this. So this is Perfect Picks. Nowhere on the previous page did you see Perfect Picks used car inventory. It's not used, It wasn't even a used car inventory clearance. It was like a used uh, auto sale for with their hot deals and the Blue Book offer. So I see no Blue Book. I see no $500 offer. And instead of learning more about it, it's a form. So it says learn more. I go here to learn more, and I get to this page that has a video that auto-starts. If you actually go to it, or I guess you guys don't have the actual link, but the guy just goes into the the, the perfect picks up says nothing about (laughs) this hot deals clearance inventory that they're getting rid of in the the $500 special. You don't get it until until, until way late in the video, and, and then there's no content on the page that says the same thing.
2: And on the form that Jimmy just pointed out, it, it, it says send us your information, and the next available representative will contact you. Well, why do you need all this information? In order to contact me, you shouldn't only need but a name, an email, maybe a, maybe a phone number. What? Why do you need a, Why do you need my physical address? Uh, why do you need all this other information? Details about trade-in value and all that all that additional information. This is all stuff that Enterprise should be should be asking for further along. In the lead cycle, collect the minimum amount of information on this page in order for a representative to get back with a customer, so name, email, name, phone number, and then collect the, the rest of the information as they progress. After you get onto that, that next page, tell us about your situation. Let us, let us determine if there's cars available in your area. Give them a reason for giving your address or giving their address to you. Tell them how you can, uh, you can help them further by giving over that personal information.
1: My, my guess on this, by, by looking at it and you know for a little while, is that they had this page already up—the page you're looking at, this lead capture form for this Perfect Picks, whether it's an email list or whatever—and then they had this special promo or special deal with the Blue Book, so that they put together the email for the Blue Book and said, "Hey, let's send out this Blue Book email, and we'll send them to the Perfect Picks landing page because that one works with the Perfect Picks stuff, or, or maybe it's already set up or whatever." But it was definitely not designed specifically to capture leads from that email. And that's what you, for an email like this, especially with enterprise, people that would hopefully... Have uh, some time and money and resources to put into doing dedicated landing pages for emails. That's the way you really need to do it. You can't have specific emails going to a generic page or generic emails going to a specific page. You got to match them up and make sure there's there's continuity in what you're doing. So you those are the main...
2: I almost think that they have a specific email going to the wrong specific landing page. Yeah,
0: exactly. I, I, it's
2: it's like there were uh, uh, there was a, a disconnect and one email was going to a different offer and another email was supposed to go to this offer.
0: Now, I'm going, to, I'm going to break in here because I want to move to the next page. And uh, the commentary from these analysts, and I think you know the background on these guys, but I have watched them. Uh, I mean, I've seen uh, – I saw Jimmy run an experiment about three or four months ago. That one experiment made the merchant $53 million, and it was just a research test, $53 million off that test. These guys are working in a laboratory uh, – running thousands of uh, different pages and offers, and uh, both internally that Marketing Experiments does uh, all over the world and then through research partnerships with companies like, uh, I don't know, the New York Times or others. Uh, So what I I want to point out for you is uh, that you're not getting an opinion, but as much as you're getting a heuristic that's been applied very closely to a situation based on a tremendous amount of research. So if you're in the audience, what I would ask you to do then is to listen to that last commentary, constantly looking for the transferable principle. Write it down, and I want to move on to another one so that we can work together. I think there's a lot I might say at this point, but I think I want to move on to the next uh, to the next uh, submission and see if we can help ArtNet.com. Submitted by Boris, primary channel is paid search. Their ideal prospect for this landing page is Art Lovers and Art Collectors. So, from there, we're going to look at the actual ad itself, and we're going to ask some questions about that ad, and then we're going to see from the channel, from the ad, through to the landing page, and ask ourselves again, what can we do to improve it? I'm going to show you the ad. I'm going to give us about one minute, and then I'm going to show you the landing page, and then I'm going to let you comment on either. I'm talking about the audience and then we'll get Jimmy and Aaron back with us. We're watching, monitoring. We read every single comment you suggest. What you're seeing now is the ad. Now, we'll come back to it if you're running out of time. I'm just trying to get as much packed into this time together as I possibly can to help you. And you should see, here we go, the landing page.
2: So Flint, if you want to back up to the ad a second, I'll make a few quick comments on that, and then we can go on to the. Uh, well, before the main you place.
0: do that, I want Aaron. I just want to get the audience to give me feedback. All right. Sure. I want to hear what they think before they hear you. So I'm going back to the ad. Okay. Um, and while you're looking at the ad, some of you you don't see it yet, but we made a move. It's just traveling around the world. Uh, I'd like to get your comments. Uh, No connection to art. Uh, Brian says it's generic information. Don't know what kind of artwork. Uh, Dale says did not make adequate use of meta tags. Michael says poor value statement. Aaron says what kind of art. Uh, Yasmin said the ad is not eye-catching. Scott said no motivation to click. And uh, Paul said I don't know if the ad is high-quality or junk, and uh, many, many more. Too short, not enough pizzazz on the landing page, all right, from Diane. I want to stop there, move it over to Aaron, and let me hear your comments about the actual landing page Or and, first of all, the ad. Go for it.
2: Well, let me let me start by uh, making some comments on the ad, and then I think Jimmy will uh, take a look at the landing page. The My initial feedback on looking at this ad is it's well-written, the problem, And you are matching up the keyword um, to, the, to the headline and, and within the body copy, so you're matching up the motivation of the person that searched within Google uh, to, to the actual pay-per-click ad, but you're, uh, you're not doing a great job of telling me why I should want to click. It's, just, it, it's, it's well-written, but I don't see what you do uh, better than any of your competitors or even what, what you can offer me and why I should want to click through. I have joined our online auction marketplace to find a, and bid on desired artworks. Well, there's there's a number of other uh, online art auction places uh, that are that are currently advertising on Google. What makes you any different than any of those? Are you art only? Are you uh, do you have more listings than anybody else? Can you quantify how many listings that you have? Uh, for desired artwork right now online. Help give me some reasons of why I should want to click through. Can I get artwork for less money or a, a uh, lower percentage of the uh, the book value? What is it that makes you different, and why should I want to click on your particular ad to get onto your landing page? And I think that's what I would start testing within your pay-per-click ad copy uh, in order to get more visitors to your landing page.
1: Yeah, this this ad looks to me like, let's say you had a 1,000 very specific keywords that you were trying to get people to click on in terms of artwork, and you, you only had to write one ad to use for every single one of those keywords. This would be the ad. But the, pr- the problem is that, that we see over and over again is that that strategy absolutely does not work. The more specific you get with your keywords and your ads based on those keywords and then the landing pages. From those ads that you use for individual keywords, the better you're going to get. So, for example, those thousand keywords you have, you'd probably want close to a hundred ad groups with ten words in each one of those ads to do it. This is the most generic one I've seen. Now, it doesn't mean it doesn't perform because if you test it and try it out, and if you could get, get a lot of clicks or a lot of con- you know good conversion rate, that's one thing. But in general, something very specific. Let's say it was uh, Japanese uh, artwork or, or you know 18th century Japanese artwork, just for the heck of it then you'd want an ad that says, you know, uh, old Japanese artwork. Uh, I don't know if, there, if this thing is, is a paid ad, versus join our online auction. It sounds like I'm going to have to pay to, to to participate in the auction, but the ad text would be specific to old or 18th century Japanese artwork and not just desired artwork. That means nothing. Desired artwork means, means nothing to me. Uh, join our online market, marketplace. It sounds like I'm going to have to pay to actually just participate in an auction, which doesn't sound fun to me so.
2: Absolutely. And you've got some pieces in your landing page, which we'll see on the next slide, that I think can be uh, valuable, your, your auctions that start under $500 or uh, or um, the number of actual auctions that you're running right now. I think you can use some of that stuff to improve your, to, to improve your ad copy. Be as specific as possible. Help people understand what makes you different than uh, than somebody else. And certainly you want to back it up on the landing page.
0: Let's go to the landing page now because we've got uh, quite a few more to go. Gentlemen, we've got several more. So shoot at this one very fast, and let's move on to the next one.
2: So the first thing I see is that you're leading the page with ArtNet online auctions. And unless I'm familiar with who ArtNet is and what they do, that that doesn't mean anything to me. You've just matched up the keyword that I've come through on, but you haven't given me a reason why I should want to – uh, buy from you, or why I should want to spend my time on you, or why I should, if I look to the bottom of the page, register with you. And I read further on into the copy, buy authentic works of modern and contemporary art in a secure marketplace, but any one of your competitors can make that very same statement. So I think you need to do a, a little soul searching and understand what makes ArtNet better or uh, different than your competitors. What really makes ArtNet... what? What gives ArtNet its value proposition, or if you have a value proposition, and do a better job of communicating that value proposition on the landing page, when somebody uh, when somebody immediately lands on it, start communicating that value proposition.
1: I think once you, once you have you know you figure out what makes you guys different and kind of work on how to communicate it. My uh, another thing you're going to want to change is I, I'm pretty sure this is a free. You know, it doesn't cost you anything. And they're, they're saying register as a buyer, whatever. But all you'd have to do is do something like set up your free access or something like that that references free, and you're gonna get a lot more people to actually sign up. And whether it's a buyer form or buyer agreement, whatever it is, but if it's free, you can use that different language, and it just reduces anxiety and gets more people through. Right now, I see register as a buyer and, and register button at the bottom of the page. If you just said like set up your free access to ArtNet and get access to over sixteen thousand two hundred and thirty-seven auctions, uh, some starting at just five hundred dollars then I'm going to be much more uh, interested in actually signing up and going. The other thing I would do is put embed your uh, or the registration form on this page. I don't know if there's multiple steps or a single page, but if it's a single quick form, I would actually embed it on this page. So they can set up their username and password or whatever they want to do. Just making it shorter, the process shorter, making it easier referencing that's free and hopefully uh, getting more people signed up for your auctions.
0: Excellent. All right, so I want to move again. If you're in the audience, I, 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 as I'm not going to summarize because I want to get to as many pages as possible. Uh, as I do so, can I just get this feedback? Is this, are we moving at the right pace? I want to go fast enough that we can get to more pages. I also want you to be able to learn enough that it's actually helping you. Uh, is this working well for you in the audience? Are you learning? Is it valuable? I'm watching your feedback now real quickly. Excellent. All right, so let's move to the next page. A lot of your I are, are, are think this is where we should be. So here we're moving to the to the Beer of the Month Club, uh, CNH Clubs USA, uh, submitted by Jason, and uh, primary channel is email. And the ideal prospect is a former gift giver or receiver. And uh, I want you to see the actual landing page, and uh, I'm sorry, the email. And then we're going to show you the actual landing page, so this is the email, and, uh, and, uh, and I think um, we have the landing page, and I, I think I'm going to skip past all the commentary, gentlemen, and I'm going to go to this page with both of these side-by-side. Side. Having done that, uh, I'm going to stop for a moment and allow the audience 60 seconds to tell us how you would improve these pages. You can see on the left the email. You can see on the right the landing page.
1: Okay, hey, This is. Yes. The note was was from.
0: This is going to former
1: customers that have already received or given a gift through their site.
0: Are you asking me that question? Or are you telling yes.
1: me? Yes. I, I thought I saw that on the notes on the two slides before this one.
0: That's correct, uh, Jimmy. And that is
1: ah uh, okay. Former
0: gift givers and receivers. All right. Like that. Uh, remember that, people, before spinning your commentary. <laughs> Jimmy's on to something if you're making commentary here. All right, uh, get rid of paragraphs, says Shauna. Inconsistent use of color ads, says Gareth. The, the options package should be more specific with less friction, says Amanda. There's too much text on the landing page, says Aaron. Uh, there's a disconnect with different layout and color, says Nina. A lot of you mentioned the colors. Someone says no gravity headline or value proposition up top that grabs the reader. Uh, that's Brian. And value proposition, what's my motivation to act, says John. Having uh brought in the audience's thoughts, let me please let Jimmy and Aaron go for it. Talk to us, tell us how to fix these pages doctors
2: well, so Paula started to uh <laughs> get to it and uh yeah,
0: aaron. <laughs> <Stop> it, <Jimmy.
2: laughs> and aaron um uh I believe was the commentator that said there's there's too much uh there's too much sex on the email, but the problem that I have with the email is that it's not focused enough uh into into a, a, a specific need, you're trying to reengage customers that have been to your site before, um, and yet what what this email is doing is it's offering links and uh, text links and information about the, this beer club, and trying to get them to lots of different pages, uh, all all the same, you know, all with the uh, the same style of copy. So the way that you want to reengage customers is. Speak to them specifically about what they what they ordered from you last time and what they may have found uh, they liked or didn't like with that order and then speak to those needs specifically. Offer them a promotion or offer them offer them something new that they may like to add on to uh, to their beer club membership um, or or a gift membership that they found it was uh, if they found it was a. a they, a successful gift for whoever they gave it to before. If they'd like to give it again, offer them a, a discount in order to be able to do that. But it doesn't speak to those people specifically. It just talks to to people. I, under first glance, if I just looked at this email, I would have thought it's going out to a, a mass email list that this company is renting to tell them about uh, to, about these services or about the beer clubs that they offer. It does not speak specifically to the customers that have purchased from uh, from them before.
1: So, so I totally agree. I mean, the first thing you're going to want to do is remind them that they have previous ordering history, uh, with them because it, it basically there's, there's more trust and they feel more safe and secure continuing or at least continuing to read the email if they know, hey, you know, I, d- I bought from them last time and I had a good experience and you know, now they're emailing me and giving me, you know, maybe some special offer. So it would say something like, uh, you know, dear Aaron Rosenthal, um, in December, you gifted 47 cases of beer to your friend, Jimmy Ellis, and we wanted to give you a special offer for our domestic beer club, uh, w- you know, 20% off uh, on this membership and, and a single call to action to your landing page. So something like that. And I would appreciate it. Th- thanks, Aaron, for the 47 cases of beer. I appreciate it. Having- <laughs> you
0: guys, I got two minutes left before we need to switch to no. the next page. So move, hit, hit the landing page. Yeah. You're doing great, guys. I'm just trying to keep us moving
2: yeah again it comes to the landing page i i see the same thing when I come to the landing page, which is why choose our distinctive beer club they've already chosen your distinctive beer club as a gift membership for uh for the person that they had sent this to before you've got their email you they've ordered from you before they know who you are reconnect with that special offer that you're that you're presenting to them in that email it's a it's a reconnecting email, and then it goes specifically to that offer page. You're trying to do too much on this offer page. And you've got other things going on, too. You've got a very uh, 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 light-colored or or white background for your primary body, but you've got this heavy color in your navigation, and you're drawing them away from the primary body copy with these things going on on the right-hand side, your right-hand navigation. You're drawing them away from the primary message that they just clicked through or that you want them to see. Uh, You've got four different kinds of uh, membership types, but you're not doing a great job of differentiating what you get with each of those different membership types. Um, if you are going to offer multiple levels of, of service, uh, for those of you that offer service, or different beer clubs, for those of you that offer beer clubs, um, you need to be very specific with what somebody gets when they uh, when they start paying $8 more a month, or $12 more a month, or whatever the case may be here. Um, give them very uh, specific You know For $12 For 30% more a month You get twice as much beer And then I understand What my What uh, What what I'm getting out of uh, Upgrading my membership
1: Yeah A lot of times We, we actually don't like Using multiple Options or calls to Actions or memberships Or anything like that On a single page But if we have to do it A lot of times We'll use like a chart Or a graph Or something like that To differentiate them And make it very clear What you get And why you're paying The extra dollars The other thing that we see that works well in lots of our tests is that if you emphasize one, maybe there's one out of these four options that you really want them to sign up to, or maybe it's you know the best offer, you make the more, most money or, or it's the highest savings, whatever it is, make it very clear what that one is by using a graphic, highlighting it more, you know, if you use a chart or a graph, you know, highlight that column and, and, and actually emphasize one and you will get typically most of more, more of your sales through the one that you emphasized. If they're relatively similar in price like these, I mean, they're yep. not that different in price. 20, 28, and 32. But if you emphasize the, 30, the $32 international beer of the month club, use like an icon or a graphic to really draw the customer's attention. A lot of times you're going to get more
2: sales from that, that particular yeah. one. When Jimmy says chart or graph, what he's referring to for, for those of you that might not be familiar is a comparison chart showing each one of these products on there, um, the price points and what you get uh, with with the increased price point. If you're looking for an example of this type of thing, a lot of times uh, the, the web hosting companies utilize uh, this, sort, this sort of thing, and, and it can work well with them because they have multiple packages. Yep. All right.
0: Very well, good. Go ahead. Oh, no,
2: I was just going to say, you. Uh, we, we're going to move to the next one? Come on,
0: Randy, get with it. <laughs> I'm, I'm. I'm looking – I've already opted. Come on, dog. <laughs> Go on to Job Search Digest. Uh, I keep clicking the next switch, and it's not there. I don't have my technology. CTO would just stand here and push the little button for me, so it's more difficult. Um, if you for those in the audience, if you haven't seen my office, it's a whole wall of a bank full of monitors, and I'm standing in front of this big screen uh, trying, to get, trying to get the button <laughs> to work. All right, let's move on. I'm looking at Job Search Digest. Submitted by David. The primary channel is organic search. Uh, this, this is uh, the ideal process. There's a hedge fund professional looking for an analyst job. And so with that in mind, I want you to see the organic search page that is driving uh, clicks. And then the paid search ad is, is underneath that. But the one you want to look for is the, the organic search. Take a look at that for a moment. And then I'm going to take you to the actual landing page. All right. So here is the here's the actual landing page. It's truncated. If you look on the left, you'll see the long version. If you look on the right, the main screen, what you're seeing is the top part. And I'm going to take you one more slide. And you should be able to see the bottom half of the page and Get a sense for what we're talking about here as as we go forward. Now, Jimmy or Aaron, would you like to start on the organic page or on the core landing page design?
2: Let's take a look at the landing page. Um, the problem with looking at the organic search, which is what they send along to us, was the uh, the we don't want to make a recommendation that may uh, that may uh, interfere with your with your seo efforts or your natural search ranking so let's just let's focus on the landing page um just for those of you in the audience keep in mind that uh um, that customers are coming from the natural search listing
0: landing page is totally uninspiring to me someone says ben says it's but it's great for seo uh way too much on the landing page someone says uh Focus on free, very small mention of it. Where is the search function, says Keith. Text is too long, says Ryan. Testimonials are blah, says Randall. No images, says Michael. Over promises, says Hannah. Uh, Reduce the copy, says Chris. And what's the unique value proposition, says Scott. Uh, Jimmy, Aaron, go ahead. Talk to us about this page.
1: Sure, I'll start with this page. So when when I get here and, and just quickly scan the page, I see, you know, analyst jobs which you're making a connection from your listing but there is absolutely no value proposition that's clear and easy to see the headline is weighted evenly with the subheadlines headlines all the way down the page and so nothing stands out uh, there's no bullet points that I can quickly scan there's no instant co- connection that that not only that you have job but the reason why I would use you guys instead of any of the other job boards out there and there's tons so if you look at some of the component phase, They have a sample of current hedge fund job analyst jobs, they have some some listings, but in that left column, there is not a single call to action. There is nothing to do, they don't tell you how many jobs they have, there's no value communicated there, they're just talking about looking for hedge fund analyst jobs and a little bit more information. If you look at the top right, it says, start receiving jobs now, that's the only call to action on the page. And if you look at some of the details, it says enter your email address and and tell us where to send your free hedge fund job listing. they're, they'll send you free hedge fund job listings if you just plop in your email address, but you don't know that unless you read the fine print after showing through the evenly weighted left-hand column that really provides no value or tells you why you should use them. So, <laughs> you would start with excellent a good, excellent point. <laughs> a good, a good, a good headline that says something like hedge fund hedge fund analyst jobs. Uh, get free access to over, you know, 24,126 uh, hedge fund jobs in the U.S., or whatever you want to, but something with value, something that mentions free because they're giving them away for free, and you take that call to action and you embed it in the left-hand side instead of over on the top right, right after they get it through maybe a paragraph or two of the text. So, you know, first of all, they need a good headline. They need the three to five bullets to tell them why they should actually use them. They need the specific details like how many jobs they have. They need any kind of ratings or credibility that would will, will say, hey, you know, this isn't just Hedge Fund Jobs Digest. Who I don't know of Hedge Fund Jobs Digest. So add, add some credibility. Uh, then go into your call to action. And since it's a free thing, you don't need this much copy. I mean, you want to put a few samples, but this page is really long with samples, and, and you, don't, you don't need it.
2: So. Yeah, it looks like this is a this is a natural search uh, uh, yep. page that that you're using. Copy uh, trying to appeal to, to Googlebot and get people to come to your page. But you're getting people to come to your page, but you're not doing a great job of getting them to take an action once they're on your page. So you can do both, and part of the way you're going to do you're both breaking
0: up, Aaron. Aaron, I'm hearing you break up. Others may oh. not.
2: I'm hearing up. Okay, you're breaking. Up. Uh, so let me know. Let me know if it continues. Part of the way that you're going to do both, both uh, getting people to come to your site and also uh, getting them to take an action, is by using the value proposition when they land on your site and using that call to action that you're currently hiding over on the right-hand side. You need to come up with a better headline. You need to come up with a better, better button. They're not subscribing. They're getting something for free. Um, and, but embedding that call to action once, maybe twice, maybe even three times within that long copy Page that you have that you're currently using uh, for, uh, for those SEO purposes.
0: I'd like to, in the future, do a case study for you. Uh, for those of you if this is your first call, normally what's happening, uh, normally what's happening is uh, you know, we do all the research in the lab and then we twice a month, we release our latest findings in our journal and in our clinics. Uh, we're doing research uh, that constantly teaches us uh, the balance between, you know organic search, and paid optimization, and you'd think that Google's page rank and other factors would cause for better pages, but really it doesn't. In their search for relevance, uh, they often, which is so critical to their business model, they often promote a page that scores high, but it doesn't truly serve the site visitor well. And if you think it would be interesting, I'm just asking my audience uh, to do some case studies where we show you how to balance for organic search Along with high-quality landing pages and the challenges associated with that, and what we've learned from our experiments, would you just go ahead and take a moment and tell us that? Um, it's it's a little bit more advanced, and uh, obviously we we try to we try to pick uh, these topics based on the sophistication of our audiences. But I'm I'm seeing a lot of enthusiasm. Uh, I think I think what I've heard here is good, and I I would just let I'm just going to let. Jimmy and Aaron continue, and I, I needed to interrupt that point. One point that Stephanie said, though, I'll say, who came in in our audience and made this comment, she said the button should say subscribe for free. And I think she's right. I think that wouldn't hurt at all. Uh, but it might not even need to say subscribe. It might say, you know, uh, uh, send my free listing, something like that, so that it actually, yeah, that, that's a much stronger than even using the word subscribe. Uh, I'm holding back here and uh, allowing these guys to continue, as, uh, so let me just stop, and Jimmy, Aaron, go ahead, gentlemen. No,
1: I mean, I think you got the last piece of it, which is fixing that call to action box and re- referencing that it's free, so, uh, you know, start uh, or, or tell us where to send your free uh, hedge fund analyst jobs email address, and the button to something like send my free jobs, send my free listings. Sometimes, something that references what you get instead of what you receive. Besides that, I don't have anything else to add to this page.
2: Sure. <laughs> the there. one thing, the one thing that I would add, though, Jimmy, is is that right now, this is shacked onto uh, appealing to Googlebot or the search engine spiders, and not necessarily your customers. Your your page uh, reads very analytically, meaning the the content, the the headlines they're all nothing is weighted more heavily or very little is weighted more heavily than than the uh, previous sentence you want to guide a user down the page and then into the subscribe form so the way you're going to start doing that is have a primary headline that really speaks to them sub headline a little bit of copy maybe break it up maybe break up some of this long copy page with some additional bullets that um that break it up not not long bullets like you have very far down the page, but just bullet points that help break up this long read or this long copy that you, uh, that you have here. And then drive a visitor's attention or drive a visitor's eyes into the, uh, the free lo- job listing form.
0: Very good. Uh, excellent. I'm going to move us on to the next uh, study. And so this is Shadow Lakes Ranch. It's uh, submitted by Julie the primary channel is email we're going to be looking at their email and their landing page uh the ideal prospect is male female 45 to 65 years old interested in acreage community for primary residents so here we have uh an email that would come into someone's inbox and then um, we have uh our landing page and that's the landing page that is designed to connect with the email and you can see them side by side right here Uh, It'll take just a moment, and you'll get a chance to see them. While that's happening, please give me your critiques. We're watching and reading your thoughts. Uh, Where can I run and hide, says Scott. Looks like 1999, said, uh, come on, uh, everything is out of order, says Chase. Uh, uh, Looks like a farm, not a community, says Skip. Phone and Internet compete, says Stuart. Call to action on landing page, not an email, says Don. Where's the logo on the landing page? Uh, and, uh, what happens if I click on click? Uh, interesting. And, uh, so, uh, these are some of the comments coming in. I have both pages up now. I'm going to go back, uh, a few clicks here to, uh, the actual email. Do you want to start there, gentlemen? Or would you like to just work on these two side by side? I think
2: you can leave them side by side, at least for the, first first point. Um, okay, this is a really great example of trying to do too much in the email and not enough on the landing page. And what you're doing is you are trying to really pre-qualify people who get to your landing page with the email. It's difficult to find the call to action on the email. You've got all the terms and conditions of this offer on the email or or at least what I can see. Um, When they get to the landing page, then you're doing very little to support this offer, but you're asking for their personal information. So a, a, a totally radically different approach, and often the approach that we like to take here, is just give them a minimum amount of information to get them from the email onto the landing page. And the reason for that is you can always do a better job of selling on a landing page because you're not constrained by all the, 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 the different uh, email formatting uh, that you have to deal with with email providers and list providers and whoever you're sending it out with, um, on the landing page. So, look at an email strategy that that presents just the minimum amount of information, clear call to action, get them to the landing page, and then hit them with the offer and how they can take part. Excellent,
0: excellent. Keep going, gentlemen.
1: So I'm looking at the, the actual email. And in terms of the email, I totally agree with Aaron. It needs to be short and sweet. But if I were to get this email, I would say, okay, where do I click? They have these three blue boxes.
2: Exactly. Do they look like
1: buttons or links? They don't. It click, call, 888-RANCH, whatever, and then tour. And if you actually had this, because we had the actual, you know, links to the email, um, the one in the middle the call isn't clickable, but tour and click is. <laughs> it's just like... It was the weirdest thing. We didn't really know what to do once we actually we, we got the email. Once again, the landing page, uh, they try to do so much selling up front. The landing page, it, it, to me, is a disconnect. I mean, look at the look and feel between the email and the landing page. They're totally different. Now, they have the same image of the horses and stuff, but the background is red. All the text and the fonts are totally different. And the email says, Shadow Lake Ranch, ranches from nine ninety nine thousand nine hundred. When you go to the landing page, it says nothing about Shadow Lake ranches. There's no Shadow Lake logo. There's no Shadow Lake information, except for it talks about an opportunity of a lifetime. Once you get down to that red box or that little text to the right, it talks about, I don't think it says Shadow Lake Ranch, but it talks about ranches uh, for sale in the old.
2: Talks about the twenty-five thousand dollars that's also in the email, and that's what that's what connects the two. But without without seeing that, you just don't get any of the primary information no. that, that a user originally saw on the email. The Shadow Lakes, the Shadow Lakes, Shadow Lake Ranches from ninety-nine thousand dollars. The grand opening weekend of February twenty-first uh, to twenty-second. It, it, it looks as though you've got a standard landing page, and you've put all your your emphasis into building out a new email campaign that is very specific to your new offer and you're sending them to that standard landing page. There's very low relevance between your, your landing page and your email. Besides the image itself that it, it helps connect them, there's very little relevance there.
0: Let, let, me, let me suggest this. Uh, time is running out, and I if you're in the audience, we're going to have you vote now in just a moment for a series of these landing pages. We're going to be preparing you to announce winners there. We're also going to be telling you how to go to our blog and comment on five more landing pages on your own. We're also going to be awarding someone in the audience. That's coming up. One point I want to make that has nothing to do with my slides today or is not connected with them, but which I think is worth pointing out, I'm just looking to see if I have any slides about it. I don't think I do. Uh, we're, much of the research that, uh, that we're, we use to build things like the conversion sequence, which you see is the heuristic at the top of the page, and we analyze with it, is developed from research partnerships we form in the private sector with companies big and small that help us to capture uh, realistic scenarios to run experiments in. We we pick them typically a group and a quarter, and uh, we have many more applications than we typically are able to work with, but we select uh, some good ones, and we do a lot of interesting things together. If you're interested in being a research partner, go to the dot com homepage and click on the link where it talks about call for research partners, and that will give you a way to, or email us, or even contact us right now using the chat feature that you have. As long as we have an email address to contact you back, uh, we'll follow up with that and see if there's a way that we can help you. I've said that because I want to shift gears now and begin to vote. I want to see if there's anything you guys want to wrap up before we actually vote for uh, the top page and then kind of do some other things here in the last few moments we have on the phone. These last seven or eight minutes are the most important. Uh, Jimmy, uh, Aaron, any more thoughts on these two pages?
2: Yeah, I would I would say one more thing, and that's, that's – it looks like there's a short form at the bottom of the page and then a submit button. Um, I, I don't know if you're collecting information on the second step of the process, but – Do your sales team a favor and start to pre-qualify people. As soon as you collect the minimum amount of information, which I'm assuming you're doing on this first step, ask additional follow-up questions on the next step beyond this page and help your sales team to qualify the leads that are coming in. They're still going to follow up with everybody. It's still a valuable lead, but if they fill out the second page or if they answer answer the second page in a certain sequence, then uh, sales knows that they've got a hot lead and they're going to follow up with them uh, uh, right away.
0: Excellent. All right, well, let me do this then. Um, I want to help you now. I hope that you've gathered information you can apply. And I want to point out, here are all the pages. We did not pick weak pages, and some of these are big companies. Uh, Some of you say, I'd like to see a really bad page or a really good page. The problem is the net is full of pages that can be improved. And none of these are obviously horrible pages, but I can tell you that all of them uh, are really deficient, and that's good news. That's good news for every merchant that submitted them because it means there's an opportunity for significant gain, and in this economy, it it can actually transform a business. When your landing pages start doubling the amount of money you make off the same marketing spend, it changes all the metrics. We're going to take one of these pages, and we're going to give that winner a, a pretty sophisticated package where they'll get a landing page assessment that involves our guys involved, talking to them, doing all kinds of things. It's, it's a pretty significant value, and it'll change. It'll be, have a huge impact on the page. It'll be much more in-depth. And uh, to award that, we're going to ask you to vote in a moment. So look at these five. Pick the one that you think is your favorite to start with, at least. If I were you, and I say favorite, I'd pick the landing page that has the most potential. But I'll let you select the landing page that you think has the most potential. And then while that's going on, and we're going to give them this package, and it really is a uh, a $5,000 package, and we're going to give it to them, uh, and hopefully that will help them. And then the second thing is uh, there are runners-up in today's clinic, and, uh, and uh, the four runners-up that out of these five will get to choose between uh, passes to the landing page optimization workshop in Miami that we're doing on March 15th, which is um, – uh, going to be very good. And then, uh, or a Marketing Experiments online certification course. So they can, uh, choose one or the other. And then, uh, plus, those of you that submitted pages and we didn't get to them, we're going to post five of those pages on the Marketing Experiments blog. And we're going to let our audience evaluate that, those pages. So you're going to hear from hundreds of quality marketers. And then our own scientists will get on there and work with you and make comments regarding those pages. Final thing is five of you who are participating today and give us the greatest insights and best uh, level of participation, we're going to actually send you out the PDF edition of the Market Experiments Compendium. Now, if you know anything about that, that book sold for 397 or 497 I don't know what the price was. It's, it's a book uh, with a 12 months worth of experiments all in a detailed blueprint with a compendium. It's a serious, uh, it's, a, it's a serious offering, and we'll give it to you free. Uh, you'll be notified by email on Monday. It's time to vote. I have five pages in front of you. I'm asking my team to come up and we're going to run this. So you're going to vote for your favorite page or the one you think has the most potential. And let's see, let's see how you vote. Alright, so we've opened the poll. And uh, as the poll opens up, you can select the page. We're watching the votes come in. Keep them coming. I need a good, to be fair to everyone involved, I I need full participation from the audience. Please, everyone vote. You're doing good. Keep going. All right. We're watching them come in. I'm looking for statistical validity. Keep your votes coming. One page is definitely winning right now. I can't tell you which one it is, but it's got 37% of the vote, 38% of the vote. Interesting how you're selecting. All right, we're going to close the poll, and we're going to give you the winner. So, uh, uh, John, I'll let you do it. We're going to show you the winner right now. This is the group that will receive the optimization package, and uh, the winner is the Beer of the Month Club. do perfect. Jimmy, are you sure you didn't rig that? (laughs) Congratulations to that group. Uh, We're going to work with you. In the meantime, uh, I want to, uh, and you'll be contacted afterwards with all the details and instructions, I'd like to take the last few moments to get you to talk to us, tell us if you found this helpful. This is new, what we did today, and I don't know if you, if the format was good for you and your valuable feedback will help us get the next one right. Remember, we're doing a special one on B2B, and if you're not in the B2B space, uh, tell a friend. Uh, that's coming up in, uh, I think, two weeks. And it's, I, I'm not sure of the dates, but you'll be notified. Hunter, if you're on the line and you want to give us the dates, go ahead. Also, don't forget to, to visit the Marketing Experiments blog and comment on those pages that have been submitted by contestants. In case you haven't figured it out, why is the science group running a contest? We're, we're really not trying to be uh, trendy or uh, come up with a promotion we're trying to build interactivity among the whole marketing community so that we can all learn from each other's comments and thoughts. That's the goal. And when you show up and when you interact with us, when we help each other, uh, it's, uh, it makes a difference. And, and that's what's underneath all that we're doing together as we keep working here at Marketing Experiments to discover what really works. In, and uh, that's our goal. We, we want to understand the best possible way to optimize the sales and marketing process. So thank you for attending today. Thank you for your feedback. Congratulations to our winners, and we'll be back in two weeks with more for you.